Welcome back to the Worst Roundtable, where it's nothing's off limits. On this episode, we have our first female guest, Miss Maya. Before we jump in, a word from our sponsor. But welcome, welcome back. Hope you missed us like we miss y'all at the words of the round table. You know, you already know the vibes. What's up? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. All right. Got everybody's back. Back in effect. You know. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Yep. Yeah. So, so again, welcome back, y'all. CJ, I want you to kick it off for me a good old rhyme. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> it's been a long time since we left you. Hey. Got a dope word to chat to, laugh to, react to, chat to, laugh to, and react to, but we back. We back, people. Sorry, everybody, for the long, long haul. You know, a lot of things have been going on, but we're back. And with a guest for the first time, everybody, this is Maya. Say hey, Maya. Yeah, don't be, yeah, look at the crowd so loud. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up, Maya? What's going on? Going on. All right. So, something's been on my mind or not really on my mind we all went through this something i want to talk with a female's perspective so how do y'all feel having a best friend of the opposite sex while you within a relationship or within your marriage if y'all cool with it does it affect it does y'all does it you know i'm gonna say fuck it up for a second how do y'all feel um i'll go to kick it off i mean my oldest friend is a female. Me and her have been friends for over 24 years now. Damn. Um, yeah, long time, right? Uh, I would America. say that. Fuck. Huh? Longer than America. Friend. Yeah, but um, I would say that uh, it's uh, it's panned out fairly well with me being, you know, married and stuff. I mean, you know, took some getting used to, I would say, you know, with my wife and stuff like that, but. It's great now. It's just one of those things where you just have to have the communication to, you know, between everybody so that everybody feels comfortable in the situation. You know what I'm saying? You can't, it's one of those things where you can't hide your friendship or, you know, stuff like that. Like, granted, yeah, each friendship has a different dynamic and stuff like that, but you have to try to be able to incorporate it to some degree if you are serious with somebody. Okay, okay, I feel you on that. You know, I I I can just see that because I know my situations. You know, mine's just always been hell in every relationship. So, what's your situation, Courtney? <laughs> oh, mine's okay. Let's see. I don't have none now, but in my past situations, ships or relationships or whatever you want to call them, if the people are listening, that's what you want to call them. Should that call them? What would you want to call it in? Uh, that's what you want to call it. They were your ships. They were your ships. Yeah, I, I came and swim. Don't. That's not. That's not. That's why you were in a ship. That's why. I, that's why I never got on the ship. All right. Um. So yeah. So every best friend I have, I think what ten years, ten, yeah, ten, more than ten years. Every relationship I have, every time I dated with someone, they have a problem with it, and I don't know why. Like, I, I always ask questions. Like, I tell them up front, this is my best friend. Been for 10 years. This is the homie. This is the other nigga. <laughs> but no. But no. It's always something. And then it goes down from, you know, is that just insecurity for you? Like, why you feel some type of way? But then, you know... I kind of like had to step back from a friendship to work on a relationship because y'all know me, you know, shit, y'all know, for example, if I'm in a relationship, I kind of blow off people. Yes, Steve. you do. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't realize now, fuck that shit. These are my peoples. Peoples, you know, but uh, it does it does affect it. But I always felt like it's an insecurity and 
stuff like that. But then it could be, you know, best friends. Like, so what's wrong with Joe? That's my brother. Nigga, you knew that nigga for three months. A fuck is your brother? But I'm the one that have, I'm the problem. Oh, okay. Okay. But that's cool. <laughs> I think it's kind of like how you propose it. Like, I, I look at it this way. Like, my wife is my best friend because she's who I married. So me and her will have uh-huh. a closer relationship than, you know, anything. But I do have a friend that's been a friend of mine for years. So I think you just have to establish, you know, those boundaries. First, you got to make sure your significant other is secure and, hey, I'm with you. You're my ride or die. You're my number one. And this is just a friend of mine that I've just known for a long time. But you, if I have something to confide in, something I need to talk about that I feel real special to me, of course I'm going to come to you about it. But this is also my friend, too. And I talk with them as well from time to time. And your friend, on the other hand, has to know, like, hey, now that that person's in a relationship, our friendship is not going to be as strong as they make sure they build that bond together and grow closer and closer but they just have to know you know they have to step back a little bit and then be able to be there whenever you know your friend has the time or opportunity or you know you get that chance to get the friendship back to kind of where it was before so i think it's on both sides it's on you making sure your significant other is you know, comfortable, and on the other side, your friend has to be able to know what their place in friendship they're at now, and be able to be okay with that. Okay, okay. Miss Maya, what you think? I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Like, I've been the person who has dealt with someone with friends of the opposite sex and I've also been the person with friends of the opposite sex um coming from me I have definitely had females that have been insecure or jealous or uncomfortable with my male counterparts um or my male friends and like our friendship And it's not like they don't go through the avenue of trying to make their significant others feel comfortable or secure. Like we've even been as far as to trying to introduce, I've definitely taken step back from my friendships for the sake of their relationships succeeding and things still haven't been worked because I have like being friends with me has always been an issue. And then dealing with dealing with someone and I have male friends, I think the culture is always like women and men cannot be platonic friends because sex is always involved. Mm. Um, And that's not the case. So it's like having to explain to someone like, yes, these, these are homies. Like these, these are my guys. Like there's nothing sexual. Like, we kick it. We cool. They like fans. They're the bros. They're yeah, the bros. like trying to explain to that. I feel like men get in the mindset of other men. It's just like, okay, I'm a man. You're not just hanging out with other men and not doing anything. I wouldn't just be hanging around you and not doing anything. So, I mean, yes, I think trying to make your your partner comfortable, making your partner secure and being completely transparent is the best route to go. But I don't think it's the most effective route. Um, I think so. I have a question. Okay. If you were put in a predicament to choose between your best friend of 10, 15, 20 years and your newfound relationship with someone that you really, really connect to, how would you make a choice? Mm. Mm. Well, I guess somebody who's both two people are married. Let them answer that one first. How, okay, so when you say as far as the relationship is concerned, like, you mean like a newfound relationship? Like, hey, I'm really feeling this person 
and I think I want to take it to the next level with them. It, like that type of situation. Let's say like y'all went through the whole, hey, let's take it to the next level step. Like you're cruising in your relationship and all of a sudden your partner's just like, hey, I know you and her have been friends for years. I was cool with it at first, but now that we're settling down, I need you to cut it off. I'm not mm. cut it off. I'm not cutting off my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm not doing that. Hey, I baby, I love you, yeah. but that's I can't do that. No, because I feel as though if I've had a friend longer than I've been in a relationship with you, if I tell you that I'm with you and you're the person that I, you're my person, then if I'm doing all the things that I can to make you feel comfortable in the relationship to know that you're my person, then that is an insecurity with yourself that you need to work on. All I can do is try to assist, but I'm not cutting off my friends just because you're uncomfortable with an insecurity that you're struggling with. My job mm. is to try to help you with that, but I can't fix the problem for you. That's with any insecurity that anybody has. We can only assist our significant others with what they're going through. But until that person wants to fix it and takes the proactive decision and actions to fix it, then it's not going to be fixed. No matter who I cut off, no matter who I keep around, it's not going to be fixed until they want to fix it within themselves. So I'm not cutting off my friends just because my, you know, my partner, my, my spouse, whatever the case may be, feels as though it's not it's not in the best interest of us. Because if it was okay at first and I haven't done anything and my best friend hasn't done anything to sabotage that or jeopardize that, then that means that there's a self-issue that you need to address and then work on. Mm. Okay, so let's play devil's advocate. Let's say you in a relationship, y'all cruising, everything's fine. Your wife, your, well, not wife, your girlfriend has a male best friend that makes you uncomfortable. You want her to cut him off and she won't. How do you address it? I I think um, when you when you uh, when you say it's not married and it's just a boyfriend girlfriend that changes, at least how I would answer it. I don't know about Steve, but that would change how I would answer it. Mm. Would it change how you would answer it, Steve? I thought you was about to answer it. Um, <laughs> well, it sounded like she was directing that question to you. Well, so I just... know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to keep it like within the focus of just having a relationship because, like, I don't expect anyone to sacrifice their entire marriage um, for the sake of their friendship. Like, I'm not. I don't expect anyone to just get a divorce after being married just because your your spouse is uncomfortable with your friendship. I'll put it to you like this. If it was a situation in my marriage where my wife was uncomfortable with my me having a best friend of the opposite sex, it would have been that should have been addressed before we got married. So, again, it goes back to it being a problem where she needs to address herself and figure that out. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, like, again, if I'm not doing anything that would. You know that is causing the riff, and if my best friend is not causing the riff, and it's just that you all of a sudden have this insecurity where you're not comfortable, I'm not taking, I'm not putting that burden on my back because right. that is that's a you burden. I'm not doing that now. Will I try to help you get through it? Yeah. Will I be there for you? Of course, but I'm not cutting off my friendships that I've had for X amount of years just because you are in your feelings today or been in your feelings for a little bit you got to work through that that's just how i feel on that now as far as your question about the you know if it was the other way around that situation if i'm at a point where i'm uncomfortable if it's just a relationship or whatever the case may be if i'm uncomfortable i'm going to you know and i've already told her i want her to cut it off which i wouldn't tell her to cut it off anyway because if that's her best friend as long as i'm not seeing anything that appears to be there you know, go. an issue, then again, I'm going to check myself first and be like, well, Steve, why are you feeling that way towards their friendship? And then, you know, if it's still something that I feel like is, is plaguing me and bothering me, then I'm going to sit down with both of them and we're going to have a conversation as adults to figure out, you know, what the deal is. And if it's really something that's not like if it's nothing, again, that's something that I have to go and, you know, check myself on and figure out, well, what's causing me 
to feel this way. That's when the, the shadow work and the self-healing comes in. Of That's when the shrews you. kick in, baby. <laughs> Not the shrews. Let's get those shrews. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'm just saying. Like, I, I believe both of y'all saying, like, i never been in that kind of situation because my shit just went to hell every time. So can't even speak in the positive note of that. But no, like, even if it's the opposite, I always ask. Like, I always been asked questions. I'm the one to ask questions. So I said, hey, so why you don't like her? Well, uh, you, you, well, this and this and this. Okay, so why you don't like her? Like, what well, she's a problem? And then, you know, do the same thing to them. If it's a rose reverse, if you're a male best friend, whatever, it would be a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? Then they get defensive or, you know, blah, 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 or they get some other reason, like putting my personal business out there. Had one, they tell me, one, my best friend, he's gay. Okay. That's not mean thing. He's still a nigga. You got a dick. I don't mean shit. Hey, I don't give two fucks. All right. It would he be a problem? No, he's gay, Courtney. I said, okay, so what? My best friend, that's a whole nigga, but she know how to get pulled niggas. So what's up? What's the difference? And um, yeah, it just it just go down south. But at the same time, I, I'm just being honest. The shit just goes south. And like I always ask the same questions, like, what's the reason? They never give me a reason. They always go to they just don't trust it. I don't. I think you, y'all done something. Like what? I told you before everything happens here, but you have a problem with it. And it could be. It won't be happens like they don't say nothing. Probably like the first three months we talking, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Talking to my best friend. We all good. You know what I'm saying? Within probably months in the relationship, I don't like such and such. Why? Just cause. Why? I just feel you're feeling something because I think you're feeling wrong. But you know, you're. I'm not trying to judge you. What's going on? Talk to me. Sit in the chair. Let's go have a conversation. Then it goes to a different kind of tangent or whatever. I was like, it don't make no sense. And I've seen it. Like I said, I never been on both sides because you know, I'm always been a person like if you're in a relationship, if you never told him about me, I, I kind of fall back automatically. Like I'm not going to hit you up certain times. You know, what I'm saying I got certain best friends who's in a relationship. And even they says, I don't know how he's going to feel. I says, damn, I don't want to beat up your boyfriend on your first date. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, man. You know, I'm not going to see Jesus before, you know, all that shit. I'm not that kind of guy, but I will fall back. If you're in a relationship, especially. Jesus, that's how far you're going to take it. Hey, niggas, shit. Some niggas be want to fight for the look for me. Is he Jesus? Hey, some niggas fight back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen people have issues. I've seen niggas hit me. I'm okay. Story. Story mode. So I'm gonna say, I always have a fucking story, don't I? Years back, years, years back, probably right before I moved to North Carolina. I had one best friend. She was my best friend for eight years. She had a man, right? I'm like, all right, cool. I was fine, you know, saying so we still chit chat. She was in college, so I ain't, you know, hit her up too much because I was working. One day I get a message and it's from him. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? What's going on? Nothing. You um messing with some such? And I said, I ain't put this in Messenger. I wish I saved that shit. Excuse me? Messing with who? Gotta play stupid for a second. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about my best friend for eight years that went to this high school and it's cool with my cousin, this and this? Yeah, you messing around? Nah, but you want me to? I was ignorant back in the day. Uh you know, no, nah, nigga, you need, you need to cut that shit off. You need all respect to my relationship. You guys need to stop talking. So I was like, huh, did you talk to her first? No, she don't need to know about this. So it seems like you need to talk to her before you come talk to me. Because if you talk to me, this is my baby dreads. So I was like, I'm not going to buck, bro. So. Yeah, of course, you, you always be, like you said, you, you, be, you be doing side comments. Hey, bro, I did not while then try to cover it up and be like, but I'm innocent. <laughs> yes. This nigga gonna start a fire and then come back with a fire extinguisher and be like, but I tried to help put it out. I tried to you, it's I tried still to your fault. <laughs> I had the matches. I had the gasoline. Didn't know how the shit got a fire. Never knew what happened. No, okay, so yeah, 
it was my fault, but I was because younger, I was arrogant as shit. But at the same time, it's kind of like, nigga, don't come to me sideways talking out your neck. Like, I even had a friend who was fucking lesbian, a lesbian, and their girlfriend hits me up. Like, she's a lesbian. I'm not even fucking her. You don't even talk to me because my name is Courtney. What's the problem? I'm talking about middle of the night. I was asleep on the couch, getting a call, 12 o'clock. You fucking such and such. She gay, bro. Like, that's a whole dude. She butchy. What the hell are you talking about? Again, to, for real, for real, just to sum that up, man, it's all about insecurity, yo. If you insecure, just, just be honest with yourself and say that you insecure and say that's but, something that I need to work on as a person. Like, that's that's really what it is. It's not It's not my fault. It's not, it's not your fault. It's not, it's nobody's fault other than the person who has the insecurity. Now, right. I do believe that people can cause, like significant others can cause insecurities in people with, you know, a just cause, right? And that makes sense. But if none of those things are happening and all of that, then it's, it's time for you to do some some self-reevaluating on, you know, on you and fix the issue. Right. That's just the point on that one. Yeah. So, okay. Here's, here's something play this along because they feel the insecurity do you feel because in their mindset or opposite sex whatever they feel like i wanted that person too so i'm just waiting till y'all relationship fuck up and i want that because i feel sometimes if they feel insecure about that it has to, it don't come from nowhere they can watch it from a movie or something and they feel like you know them old messed up black love movies like that's just my best friend and in the movie they get together do you feel like that's what they're waiting on like the best friend just waiting to y'all relationship fuck up and she's gonna jump into it or he's gonna jump into that relationship because that's in my personal like, life no, that personal life oh, like in general okay in general like that's where that insecurity comes from like if you think about it if if they have the insecurity, they feel some type of way, and you remember them old ninety black love movies when they start out was like, you know what? For example, what's that one? A uh, Brown Sugar, Tay Diggs, and um, like whatever. Not like them. And they go saying um, they were just best friends, never messed with each other at all, right? They had dates. They had girl. You know, he had a girlfriend. The other one had a boyfriend. Never messed with. Them. They were just the homie. At the end of that movie, they got together. They had something to compensate. So because that was like generation of our generation love thing, you know, we love our fall in love with our best friend. Do you feel like that insecurity was built from there to make them feel like your best friend is going to get with you because I've seen that shit on movies? What you think, Maya? I'm about to say, yeah, I'm let the guest speak. Maya? Where you going? She Maya? Oh me, oh Maya. I'm no. here. Oh, okay. I okay, thought you. I thought you failed. I was supposed to call the rescue. Yeah, yeah we can. Okay. Um, I think that could be a, a portion of it. I think that sometimes those like opposite sex friendships have like blurred lines, um, or they're one sided, um. And I think it's kind of like sometimes it could be like women's intuition or man's intuition. Like these per- these people are friends, but this person is clearly like a friend waiting for an opportunity, not just what the hell is going on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so I think I mean I think that that all goes back to like communication and stuff too, because it's like if your friendship has those blurred lines and that's something you you both need to discuss like off rip like hey we're friends nothing more nothing less like we homies this is the route we're gonna take if i get in a relationship you have to be okay with it because it's not going to be you and if this hurts more than helps then we probably need to bow out gracefully and go our separate ways Right, but you know it never bows out gracefully. You know they're always gonna say, "Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. But if it gets to a point like that, and your friendship is becoming like toxic to your relationship, then at that point, I think it's time to sacrifice your friendship. Um, Right. Yeah, most definitely. It's not really like for the sake of your relationship, but just for the sake of you as two individuals, because like 
being stuck in that type of toxic dynamic will create resentment. And it's like you don't want to have a friend that you are keeping as a friend on your end. And then on their end, it's just like, you know, why can't this person get with me? The person they're with is shit. They confide in me about him. So I don't understand why you're still in this predicament when I'm right here on the side waiting for you to come to me. <laughs> yeah. Come to me, baby. Uh, Stupid. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I don't know. I, in, I always fall back to the point of like the whole generation of falling in love with your best friend thing. And I think like like CJJ, his wife is his best friend. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's what that whole mindset is fucked up on because it's kind of like, okay, that's my best friend. You don't need no other best friend. That's not a that's a whole lie because I, I do have other best friends and I'm sorry. I do. You're not the only one, baby. Yeah, I, I can't talk God. to you. I You're think not that's healthy, who I can't do. That's some people. Like yeah, but some people. If you're in a relationship, if you're married, like it is healthy for you to have your own your own set of friends apart from yeah. the relationship, because some people who are married feel like you have to share all of your friends. And that's that what it messy. is. Some people do that. Some people do that. Like that's the part where I get kind of fucked up on it because even if you had a relationship, it's kind of like, oh, your friends are my friends now. Those are my best friends too. No, they're not. They, you know. I don't I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that right now. I don't want to be cool with your nigga. Like, that's your boy and that's your homie. That's your homie. These are mine. But do not get upset if I want to go hang out with my friends. Because I allow you to go hang with your friends. Because it doesn't make sense. Like, it's kind of like now you just want to have control. It sounds like a simple effect of having control in the whole relationship. If someone just, oh, well, that's our friends, stuff like that. And, like, we get together. It could have been, like, a moment like, yo, and especially if you have an open relationship, like, yo, such and such is having a hard time right now. Like, you know, just having a rough time. I'm about to console and come talk to her. Why you need to come talk to her now? What you mean? That's my best friend. Well, we can go over there. Well, Ooh, she, we. Right. And, 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 like, and that's like, it's we. <laughs> Are you speaking French now? Uh, I'm about to sing party next door. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, so you know, saying that happens, and like, where, where's the line drawn? Where you know these are my people, and that's your people. Not saying like it's divided, but at the same time, sometimes you have to console yourself with other people. That's not the partner that I sleep with every fucking day. Yes, I'm to you and open to you, but there's moments where I just gotta have a different perspective. I gotta, I gotta talk to somebody, and if it's gonna become a problem, then it's an issue. My you know thing I mean? and that- is. Sorry to cut you off. My thing is, right. if these are my homies before you, these are going to be my homies during after you, and these are going to be my homies after you. Mm-hmm. Like, it is okay to be cordial. Like, yeah, y'all can hang, like, from time to time. But when it comes down to it and shit goes south between us, if it goes south, like, these are my people, not your people. Right. They're going right. to ride for me. Right. Or they're going to use you as an example. Well, you know, such and such said, yo, for real, for real. Such and such will whoop your ass when you want. Right? I'm gonna like break my heart if you want to. I'm just gonna let you know. Wait, did you say use me as an example? No, nigga. Oh god. No, no. Oh. <laughs> so look, since we on the topic of communication and relationships and all that, I got a question myself, right? Mm-hmm. As far as being in a relationship is concerned, why why is communication so difficult? Ooh. What do you mean? So a lot of marriages and relationships fail these days for a plethora of reasons, right? But two of the most common reasons marriages and relationships fail normally is because of finances and communication. And sex. Yeah, and sex. But communication is, you know, one of the bigger ones as far as like, you know, not communicating. Why is that so complicated, especially yeah, like why is that so complicated to do? Mm. How is your communication like it depends on how the communication was prior to like marriage. Um, I think that it gets a lot more difficult because 
you share, you start sharing a space with each other. Like you're around each other all day, 24 seven. So it's like difficult to like, even be comfortable confiding in someone about whatever discrepancies you may have in your marriage, because it's like, if y'all don't agree about one thing, or if it's something that could cause a rift in your marriage, like you still have to wake up and see each other. You have to go to bed to each other every night. So it's like, I think it's a fear of that communication piece, like causing a rift in like a household. So you better just hold it off. Like, you know what? I ain't want to have an argument with you right now, bro. Like, no, I just don't want to do it. I don't think that's healthy either. Uh, that's not healthy some people at all. That. I, think, I think like, okay, I'm not a person to be married, but I'll say like this. In beginning of a relationship, y'all can talk about anything, right? Y'all good. We talk. We have a good conversation. We got married. We still can talk. But then it gets to a moment where it's kind of like you want to talk about everything, but it hits to a strong argument. And that argument was like, hell. Then the next one comes. Another strong ass argument. Got a little worse than one before. Gets worse to a point. So like, I don't even want to speak to you some shit because I don't want no fucking problems. I, like, like I said, make a riff. I don't want no issues. And I think that's where the communication starts failing, especially if people married for a long time. It's because kind of like one old head told me marriage goes up and down. One time it goes strong and fades. It goes strong again and fades again. And I feel like when that fading point is, is when y'all communication got to be the strongest because it can be more where I'm just looking at you and just tired of you breathing, eating the fucking chicken like that. Why you eating chicken? <laughs> I'm fucking tired of you. <laughs> I'm so tired. The fuck are you chewing Wait, like that? Stop fucking chewing like that. Uh, and, like, and I'm not saying jokes, even when the jokes, you get to this point and you just look at your partner and it's like, I just can't talk to you. This and like, like how, just, how many times you plan on blinking today? Yeah, fucking blink at least five times in the last minute. Yeah, it could be parts where you just started to fucking, you know, okay. If in other sense, I'm peeing, motherfucker, get mad. Why are you peeing so damn loud for? Why are you peeing so loud? Like, what's what's the problem? What's the problem? Sit down when you pee, bro. Let's do something because you, you sound fun. so silly. Another <laughs> so, thing, no. another it, thing that yeah. could have like potentially affected that communication piece is if you had a moment in your relationship where communication was not effective like where you sit down you try to talk things out but one of the parties feels still feels missing holy shit who failed is everybody okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god almost lost it today didn't what was that that wasn't me cj you okay Oh God, we lost you there, y'all. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> okay. So I was like, who the fuck fell far as hell? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got scared. What was you doing? Sitting in the chair trying to catch yourself from falling? Like, what the fuck? Never mind. We ain't got to talk about it. My no, what were you saying? I'm sorry. We ain't got to talk about it. It was okay. ice. Okay. This is a safe space. But safe I think um, it could be a situation where, like, you both get to a point where you want to communicate things, but one party still feels misunderstood or that there's a lapse in communication because i know there'll be moments when like people will talk things out but either the articulation is incorrect or Mm. the other person just does not see things from like your perspective so things end up kind of being misinformed or misinterpreted and it's like once people are misinterpreted so many times, then it kind of feels like you can communicate and talk until you turn blue in the face, but my point's not getting across to you. So it kind of feels like this is pointless. So effective communication is the issue. Yes. Not just communication. The effective mm-hmm. communication. What you think, mm-hmm. CJ? I think she got it. Ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. But you okay? But you okay though, right? I thought you were fair. That shit kind of scared me. I got headphones there and everything. Oh, shit. Oh, God, CJ. Boy, I thought you fell down the steps. My wife was getting some ice, and I thought I had turned the microphone off. But it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine, bro. It's, 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 it's good, bro. It's life. It's, um, it's all good. 
Okay, so I right, boom. So we know about effective communication is very important. I do agree to that because you know you can't communicate things, but if it's not done effectively, then nobody wins. It's kind of like a situation. If I tell you I'm feeling away today, and you automatically take it as I'm just being an asshole today, an asshole today, it's not being received well, and you're not really receiving what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We agree to that. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I said. I just let me ask, um, uh, CJ, you're, uh, you're not muted. Um, so let me ask you another question. I'm gonna ask another question then. Okay. If you're married, right, Maya, I'm gonna kick this to you first since you're the guest, right, and then okay. fellas, I'm gonna have y'all come in on that too. Okay. So pass if me you're ball. married, right? If mm-hmm. you're married to a man, Maya, who makes less than you, does that alter your perception of him? No. Why not? Why should it? I mean, I think that the amount of money generated in that household, if it's for the household, then it is what it is. Like, I think as long as he is a man that is working, as long as he is a man that is trying to provide, as long as he is a man that is trying to better himself or better the both of us, then by all means, like, that has nothing to do with it. Um, if you and I are in a household, I make more money than you do, then just being under the same roof, like what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Like it's not, I'm not expecting you to make like four times the amount I make, pay all of my bills and your bills and still have like extra income to do whatever i want to do that's not how that's not realistic um it's not i mean i'm not gonna say it's not realistic because people do it if you look on ig if you look on ig and tiktok and shit like that that's all you see that's social media though social media is not real like people are who they want to be on social media that is the real me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> people are people are who they want to be people are the personas they want to be on social media because they can't be them in real life but if you were talking about like a a strong household where like this is a committed relationship um no the amount of money you don't the amount of money you generate does not affect the relationship i mean it's different if I'm like CEO of something and you are satisfied with working like minimum wage, then yes, that could be a problem because then it becomes a situation where I'm not only supporting myself, but I'm supporting you and you don't really have much to contribute. But if that's the dynamics of the relationship, then I think the roles have to kind of change a little bit in the household too. Cause if I'm going to be primary breadwinner, then you better suck you my make... dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to be primary breadwinner, then I'm going to have expectations of you as far as the house is concerned. Like you can be the primary caregiver or just like the primary person to be sure everything else is taken care of. So it's like, uh, there has to be some sort of balance. Like I make more money than you, but yes, you delegate them, you know, money to certain things or you take care of this or you're sure that the kids are straight. If I have to work, you know, just like things like that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I kick it to you next. So, if your wife makes more money than you, does that does that change your perception of you in the relationship or her? No, it shouldn't. Oh shit, that's crazy. What? You said it. No, 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 it shouldn't. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. Um, it should be the same. Like, for example, if you're like, if both of y'all work at the same time but one makes more money than the other that's just how it is for that season anything could change as long as you you know have that understanding of what's going on in the house um that shouldn't be an issue now if you start using that as a weapon when an argument or something arises then that 
is when it could be an issue when you weaponize your um financial situations in a time of when you're trying to hurt somebody then that's when it could be a a point of contention in a relationship but um other than that as long as y'all know what's going on and you know you're each doing the best that you can to progress in your careers and one just happens to be making more than the other at the time then it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue True. I, I agree on that. Um, I do feel like, you know, a lot of times, I ain't gonna say a lot of times, but some people do fear, feel inferior based upon the amount of money that they make. Um, like some men do feel inferior if they find out that their woman is making more than them because then they feel as though they're less, they're less than. And, you know, even though they shouldn't feel that way. And then there are some women that feel as though if they make more, that their man is truly less than and they don't need them for anything but i beg to differ i feel like if you're in a marriage then you need this person for more than just what whatever they bring financially to the table if that's the only thing that made you get married then i know i've said this a lot tonight but it's a lot of self reevaluation that people need to do with themselves to to figure out some things because you know it's, it's supposed to be bigger and deeper than that if we're supposed to be is this supposed to if this is supposed to be a partnership and we're supposed to work together towards a common goal it shouldn't matter how much the other person makes unless unless it's a situation like you say am i aware you know i'm the ceo of a company and you know you work in this low-end job and you're satisfied and content with working that job that means that your your mindset is not where mine is and that's that's a bigger problem Mm -hmm. It's no longer in the scope of the money that you're making. It's the scope of how you think. Mm. Mm. Preach, preacher. So I want to revisit this comment about mm. um, women making money and not really needing men for anything. Mm. <laughs> so... I know like in one of your previous podcasts, you guys like had the conversation of what men and women bring to the table. We cut off the listener. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, like I've had some like agree agreements and disagreements with um, that whole just like concept because I think and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like women have gotten to a point now where we're a lot more successful like by ourselves than we have been previously like women are in top position like top company positions women are starting their own businesses women are self-sufficient women have their own houses their own cars their own everything so i guess like my question would kind of be like when you get involved with a woman like that, what do you feel like your role is mm. in that relationship? Mm. Okay, okay, I'll say it. Oh, yeah, I'll say it. Dick. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Is that your final answer? No, it's not my final answer. This but is I'll be my always first. his final answer. Nigga, phone answer. a friend. Nigga, phone a friend. <laughs> Yeah, I have no friends. You got okay. Let's pull. Right. Let's pull the audience. Let's pull the audience. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so real shit, real shit. How I feel, a little person it won't be that. It'll be if I knew you was making more stuff like that. I would say that's supposed to encourage me in a certain way. And as a man, it makes me. I have to do better. Like I have to do something to prove myself to be like I'll be that person for you. Because this has been situations. There are situations because I know. Time people out, time out. Let me ask you though: Are you proving that to yourself, or are you proving that to her? Who? No, it'd be myself first. Like I know that I can do. You know, what I'm saying because I don't want to prove to her because I got to know that myself. As at some point, that even if she make more money, I'm still a man. Like I don't give a fuck how much money you make. I don't give a fuck if you had a house, shit like that. I don't give a shit if I had a one apartment, one bedroom apartment. If I know I'm doing what I have to do to better myself and do better, no matter what money you have, whatever better than me is not it's not controlling me in any kind of way. And so to come in that situation, I feel like even if I date somebody or in a relationship with somebody, something that is hiring me, that's supposed to be like a semi-motivation. As a man, 
you know, as being me, I want to do better. Yes, my wife is up there or my girlfriend is right there, but, you know, she's not downgrading me or something like that. Damn, nigga, you still working at nine to five? Oh, shit. I'm going to wake up at 10. Well, you got to wake up at 730. Don't be late. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need a new girlfriend, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are like that. There, there are people in this world that are like that. Like they do that to that person, and then that dude has to deal with it. Or he got to a point where, excuse my friends, he's a sub because, or a simp. I'm sorry, a simp. In a way where he's okay with that. Now, there's a point. Quoting from a movie from what's what's it called? Uh, Think like a man. When uh, oh, I can't remember, light skin nigga, but uh. Taji was like some head head boss um, somebody. Um, and boy don't was do that. Her name is Taraji. No, don't do Taraji. Like Thank you. I'm sorry. I appreciate <laughs> you. Don't do some type of waste. Uh, yeah, I, Miss Taraji P Henson. Oh, I am so. <laughs> that lady and uh. <laughs> so the disrespect. I, I'm not good with names. Um. You know what I'm saying? She was had a good business, or whatever, stuff like that. Old boy was not there. He was just a shelf, but he wanted to get his own. To some extent, if you know I'm still working at it, I won't ever feel on top of weight with you. But if you down downgrading me or trying to blow me like you ain't shit, nigga, blah, blah, blah. You don't hear, you know what I'm saying? You don't hear to give me that 15-minute dick, whatever, how long I last. And that's it go wash the dishes, then, you know, it's up to me to be like, I'm off this situation because you're not going to make me feel this way. I don't give a fuck what you got. Then there are some people like, you know, I deal with it, you know, because I love her. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Get out. She's killing you. She's toxic. But um, for me, I... Right. So what? Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Corey. I thought you were wrapping it nah. up. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. But no, that's the same. But for me, man, it just, it just I don't feel no type of way. I just know my role is that to no matter what she does, I gotta better myself so she can be better and then we all can be better. Simple as that. So if it's me sitting there like getting to work and make, trying to hope I can move up the steps, I can't do as fast, whatever, whatever, and it's always about support, I'm cool with it. But you downgraded me, I'm gone, baby. I don't care how good, how much money you got. I don't care fuck how good your pussy is. I'm out. So. Well, um, to me, I don't know if that really answers the. I understand what you're saying. But I don't know if that really answers the question. That's my own tension. About like, like, what would the man bring to the table if a woman has the job, car, house, blase, blase? I guess I think she was uh, asking, what would the men bring to be able to have a woman to have a woman come talk to him? Is that what you were basically saying? No, it's like basically. What would like you my, provide? Um, what would you provide that woman? Is that what my, I kind of feel like it's the inverse of what men say. Is like, what does a woman bring to the table if I'm yes. already established? So, in that case, if the woman is already established and has everything, you know, on the up and up on her own, then what can a man bring into a relationship with her? Yeah, the intangibles. Good dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told you. you this. Hey, man. Broke nigga. They don't need your dick. They got the rose. They don't need you. Go hey, ahead. That, that, I bought the back. <laughs> <back. laughs> you know, what's up? What's up? You need them batteries, baby. I got them double A. Stupid. I got them triple A with Judy. I'm CJ, your push. Well, you said the intangibles, but what are those intangibles, though, CJ? Intangibles are things that money can't buy. Yeah, I know what intangible. As far means. as like, like what? whoa, let me let me finish, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me. We about to have some different words at this round table. <laughs> 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 That's you talk you real. No, he talk real. For you, I know what that means. Nigga, what's up? All right, CJ, what are we saying? No, I was just gonna say, like, as far as the things, like mentally, as far as like feeling protected, feeling comforted. Um, I'm more of like a, you know, spirituality is my my basis for everything. So that foundation of you know. Know that everything is secure. I'm going to lead you in the right direction. I'm going to, you know, give you those things that you feel safe and secure that what uh, money can't buy, what a house can't give you, help you bring that P 
peace or that comfort, that security that when all those things fade and you have rough times, I'll be here when all the money and all the jewelry, all the clothes, all those things fade away. If you lose your job, all that stuff, you know you have a rock here with you that's not going to go anywhere no matter what. So I think that's that's what they would be looking for that would be missing. I could be wrong, but I would think that would be the main point that they're looking for. Because everything, you know, you can't, you can't buy some of the things. I mean, you could buy a security system. You can buy things like that. But when you're in the yeah. house by yourself, you're still by yourself. You don't have that oh, shit. You don't have that oh, person to hear? talk to to be able to re relate certain things or bounce things off of or to confide in. Those things are still missing. Okay. So that's what hey, you got my heart, CJ. A chair is still a chair. There's no one there sitting there. So, oh my God. That's what happens when you let me get my opinion out, Steve. Oh, <laughs> Nigga, mind your manners. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't you try to sum me right now. I'm mind your manners. We have a guest, people. I'm joking. So, devil's advocate. Let's say, okay, you say intangibles. Um, Let's say this this woman has been on her healing journey. So the mm. self-esteem piece is secure. She meditates by whatever means. She confides in her friends and whatever circle of people that she has with her already. You mm. come in as an outsider. What do you do so that you are not disturbing like her flow of things? Like you want to be the man that comes to and elevate her, not disturb her peace. Like, how how do you do that? Stand to be allowed. Right. I was going to say that soon, CJ. Yep, you're absolutely right. You can't can't disrupt the water. You can't, nobody's going to let you do something if they don't allow you to do everything. It's a choice. Mm. If you don't choose to have that, like, you don't have to choose to be in a relationship if you don't feel like nobody can add anything. But if you mm. feel like somebody can, then you're making that choice to open up your heart and go for it. Yep. Yep. Y'all all right with me. Oh, look at them. Thanks, so good, outstanding gentlemen. But he's absolutely right, though. You're only going to, if you're willing to let somebody in, then, you know, then you let them in, <laughs> you know. Sure. If, sure. And you can pretty much you pretty much know when a person is serious about you and when they're not serious about you, you know, if you're doing all of these things that are, you know, you know, healing yourself and all of that, then your senses are a lot more alert and a lot more in tune with those things around you. And you can, you can get a sense of when your peace is being disturbed. So mm -hmm. if you, if, you know, this woman has everything together and here I come in and, you know, her senses are telling her that I'm here to disrupt her peace and, you know, subtle things that I'm doing are, you know, screaming out red flags to her in the inner, then clearly I'm not the person for her. And it's up to her to be like, nah, you're not it, you know, and to keep searching mm. in terms of being, you know, of those intangible things. So let's say you have this clairvoyance. Um, and you don't <laughs> you don't get red flags from this person because everything on the surface everything like once you let them in seems cookie cutter clear but in all actuality this person isn't coming to disturb your peace but this person is coming to you because they need to be healed Ooh. how do you address that that's still disturbing your peace because if i have to take my energy to heal you and your problems that means i'm taking away a piece of me that I already had intact to try to help you. And, you know, in a situation like that, if it's something fresh, I don't feel as though it's up to me to try to heal you. I need you to come in somewhat together. You know, if you have like past trauma and stuff like that, as we're moving further along, then sure, we can, you know, we can tackle that together to some degree. But I can't let you take, I can't let you drain me of my energy and my peace just to make sure that you're okay. Because... But what if that was your person? What was that? What if, sorry to cut you off, but what yeah. if that was your purpose for that person? That could be your purpose. You, you could have a, you know, different people coming to your life for different seasons, for different 
uh, reasons, reasons, and we may not know why, but your 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 purpose at that point in life could be to help them through something, but that doesn't mean that that's your final relationship and that's who you're supposed to be with. They can mm. just be there for a season. You're supposed to help them through whatever, but then that's it. And nor does it mean that I have to invest all of my time and energy into you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can I can do that because, you know, everybody does have free time throughout the day, regardless of who they are. There's some type of free time. So if I choose to take some of that free time and invest it in you to help you be a better person, then that's totally fine. But, you know, it's it's all about setting uh, limits for yourself and, you know, boundaries for yourself as well. You know, hey, I can I can extend my hand up until this point. Once we get past that point, then it's time for me to step back and get back to me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has boundaries with anything that they do. So if I'm allowing this person in to my my bubble, into my life, yeah, um, I'm going to help you to be a better person. But I'm not going to allow it to get past a certain point to where it's starting to bog me down as well. That's where you have to be. Hear me going back into uh my Jesus mood. That's why you have to uh be led by God. So what you're supposed to be doing when somebody comes into your life, like you're supposed to be always like, you know, God, what's your will for me? Let me know so that when you can get into the situations, you'll have be able to discern like what's going on, how to move, where to move, and not be able to get in situations where. You feel like you're stuck and you're hurt, but you're able to understand this is my purpose for that person's life. And then when it's over, you'll be able to know when it's time to move on and let go. I'm not saying that those things are easy, but you have to be able to, you know, that's probably that stuff up to those type of things to know when it's time to let go, when it's time to keep it, keep it strong. Ooh, that's easier said than done right there, though. You know, you got that's probably like. That's gonna like hitting the nail right there because a lot of people can say that, like, hey, it's time to let it go. But especially if you know that healing process or whatever y'all went through, probably was a long ass time. And it's, it's not the hurt of them letting go, it's just the hurt that that's the person you've been around with for so long. And I think, you know, saying even using Jesus or whatever, um, I think that's that's just deep in a certain way, like in my own nigga perspective. Um, that can be like real rough. It's like letting go of something that you've always been doing. Like no matter how it felt good, you made me feel good. And do you ever thought it'd be turning into a toxic problem? Oh, but you were the one that made me feel better, you know, and stuff like that. And then some people can do a whole front for you. You know what I'm saying? Like CJ said, that's when your discernment kicks in. You know what I'm saying? You know, just because something is good to you doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. Come on. Right. Come on, you know, so like, yeah, just because mm-hmm. you like the way this thing makes you feel, or you like the way that this thing, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, that it's not good for you in the long run. So, the longer that you hold on to that one thing that makes you feel good, knowing it's not good for you, there's a piece of you that'll never grow that you need to grow. Come on, that is, tr- that is true, on. true. But the hard part is that is the hardest part is the letting go, and that's the hardest thing because anything. Any advice we have or anything like that, you might say you have to go and people tell you, man, you got to let it go. Even intuition, God give you signs. You might say, hey, I got to let it go. It is time. Your seat that season with that person is done. But a part of you will probably refuse. Well, I mean, you know? when you refuse it. That's that's again, that's something that you just have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you when you are stubborn against something that, you know, is not good for you, then you know, you have to deal with those, the negative, the negative entities that come with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, as a person that's not good for you and you still decide to stick with them, you know, and like, like, say for instance, like you got, you know, this girl that you interested in, but you know that she's bad for you. She's toxic for you. You're toxic for her. And then y'all fuck around and have a kid. It's because you took your temporary, the temporary person and made a permanent decision. Then Mm. you have to deal with that decision. Okay. Hey, right. get it on in there. Uh, facts. Oh my God, that hit me. Um, I was gonna say talking about like cookies. I can't let it go, but my fat ass keep getting bigger. 
Hey, then you fat ass wonder why you gotta go buy new clothes all the time because you fat. Hey, no. hey, no. <laughs> hey, no. I ain't buying no new clothes. I'm just gonna stuck in my gut. Well, you, you, there will be no fat Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. No fat shaming, but I know I'm fat. Uh, I'm gonna tie, put on this tight ass shirt and still look good though. <laughs> look like a fucking look like a fucked up uh, ice cream cone. Like that. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, what's oh, this today? A color, a triangle. What's the color? But no, but y'all right, all right. I like this. Oh my god, our first guest and it was great. I love it. Yeah, this was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, indeed. Oh my god, Mike, you gotta keep coming back. <laughs> I love it. But now, real talk, know. Maya. Thank you so much for joining tonight, though. Appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, y'all for Maya. having me. Are we we wrapping it up. Is that right. it? I guess so. Oh. That was a noise. That was the. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta go home. <laughs> gotta get out of here. But yeah, but I do thank y'all for joining us at Words of the Roundtable and our special guest, Maya. I do appreciate it. Thank you, and thank y'all for listening to us. Peace. Peace. All right.